So Sonny, welcome. Great, great to see you there. So everyone, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone tuning in and welcome to the Bitcoin Cash Hangout. After an eight-week hiatus, it's back with a splash and bigger than ever uh, with a dynamite guest lineup of many Bitcoin Cash 22 conference speakers, including hopefully Roger Bear will be joining us, although I'm not seeing him in the crowd so far. John Neary is already there, Bitcoin Jason, Ryan Giffen, Rolando Bryson um, should be joining us, Chris Troutner, already there, nice to see you man, and of course, Sunny Gahani, the man himself. There's also many known BCH advocates, podcasters, and proponents, um, as we can see Jeremy from Bitcoin Cash Podcast is with us, it's fantastic to see so many faces. Can anyone else believe how fast the time has passed? I can't believe just three weeks to go until we meet in sunny St. Kitts and Nevis, where Bitcoin Cash has literally exploded in popularity and in real world usage this year. To quote from Roger, there are more places that accept Bitcoin Cash on the island than don't. Hopefully you've already bought your conference ticket for this November to put that to the test. Remember, guys, don't trust, verify. So if you haven't bought your ticket already, stay tuned and let our guests excite and maybe just tempt you into taking the plunge and joining us and the Honourable Dr. Terence Drew, Prime Minister of St. Kitts and Nevis, on this truly historic event on the 12th to 13th of November. Like always, the Bitcoin Cash Hangout is recorded and all episodes are made available at rss.com forward slash podcasts forward slash fiendish crypto and are available as podcasts on your favorite station, whether that's Apple or Amazon, Google, TuneIn, podcasts, you name it, we're hosting it there. Please make sure to check this out and listen to the Bitcoin Cash Hangout on offline, especially for those of you that can't join live. Co-hosting today, we have the fantastic feline, Cheap Lightning, do your line, dude. You know, people are waiting for it. Yeah. Beautiful. And I'm your host, Fiendish Crypto. Before we begin, a quick note again, as always, on Spaces Culture. The Bitcoin Cash Hangout is designed to be an open, positive, inviting, friendly, forward-thinking platform for people to share what's going on within the Bitcoin Cash ecosystem. So if you have something to add, please just go ahead and make a request for the mic. You don't need to put your hand up to talk, but if you do put your hand up, we will do our best to get to you and make sure everybody is heard. In the break since our last episode, we have swapped Android out for iOS. We're hoping for a much smoother experience today, fingers crossed. Um, although, judging from what John said earlier, I'm, I'm uh, not 100% confident. And as a side note, so for, you, for, you, uh, for those of you that don't know, my wife, kids and I this week have been battling full-blown flu. So if my mic starts to sound scratchy, fear not. We're not having a Twitter issue, or hopefully not. That's just my voice giving up. So let's not waste another second and get this party started. And before we hear from anyone else, let's begin with the driving force behind this convention, the man himself, Sonny Gahani. Sonny, you there, bro? I'm here, host. How are you? Hey, yeah, I'm alive. <laughs> live and kicking. Yeah, I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> the first time I've been fighting this jet lag, but it's okay. Uh, I did not change it because I wanted to make sure I'm up at 9 a.m. for this. 
from tonight maybe i'll change the whole time cycle <laughs> yeah it's great to thank you so much for being up so early and joining us sunny uh without you um it wouldn't be the same i mean you are the man that has really driven this conference to make it come into life uh for which we're all very grateful for i know i am um so yes tell us sunny um what updates can you can you tell us about what's going on in st kitts and everything to do with the conference everybody is excited i actually uh, from the last two days i saw the venue for the first time and it looks amazing john has done a fantastic job with the conference room itself the the first good news i would like to give everybody is everybody was complaining about the conference uh, those who are not able to attend it would not be able to watch it not anymore we have a volunteer that's live streaming the conference especially flying with the whole team and cameras so the conference will be streamed live recorded and also be of course uh, edited and shown later but everybody will be ha- having the access to watch it live and for free this is an amazing amazing outcome yeah. i know that there was quite a lot of discussion about this in the bitcoin cash telegram group 360 vr but you know people don't realize it's not me i mean i'm just trying to support if somebody says i can do vr and 360 for this price can i start a flip starter i'm like go ahead once it's beneficial to somebody and a lot of people cannot afford the 1000 2000 5000 to come to st kitts in the hotel and if they can watch it from the home comfort for 100 and i really don't know how exactly the vr experience will be but i said go ahead you know give it a try not that i'm making any money but but anyways now it's 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 happening and it's happening for free so so the guys are coming in everybody all across the world bbch fans uh, on and crypto fans can see the conference live that's great news i'm sure everyone's happy about that he can't join live video so you people everyone around the world will be able to join in on the bitcoin cash conference and see what's happening on this exciting time um and what i understand sunny so just to be clear as well there's going to be a video made up uh yes, afterwards yes. We'll be live, we, uh, i mean we have a few video graphers as well so proper videos will be made and then uh, what you, uh, see so one day it's, it's even though it says november 12th and 13th i still want to clarify there the conference is only on the november 12th right we start in the morning we have all the speakers and panels and we close it off in the evening by 6 o'clock then we have a nice gala dinner in the evening and then a brunch the next day because we are actually like like mp bryson said it's more of a caribbean experience that than just a crypto conference you know we want you guys to come here enjoy not just uh, take a pen and a paper and write so it's going to be a combination of all yeah and also to to check out how much uh, of the local merchants and shops except oh, bitcoin cash yeah yes. this is <laughs> the, i mean the merchants will be joining us so what happened uh, we changed the location from hyatt to marriott on the 13th uh, it's right opposite the venue and we turned that into a merchants appreciation uh, branch so all of us get to meet the merchants and then maybe if the merchants have questions and i mean we'll have more than 100 merchants Uh, attend a uh, 50 merchants actually because it's multiple stores attending and we are us around 100 so it'll be a good group of 150 people uh, trying to assist each other to see how what it happens bitcoin jason is there and giffen is there you all know how to exactly use the thing so if they have any doubts uh, we will actually send them official invitation to join us for the brunch to meet and greet all the attendees and then bring their cash register apps and uh, on that day we will update all the we will need your help we're going to update all of them with the printing function too It's already live now. Great. Ah, oh, um, I am uh, really, I'm totally enthused. I'm excited by this. Is uh, um, 
so much is finally coming together. And I heard also a rumor about some B- BCH cars going to be... Uh... Oh, yeah, we have tons of BCH cars. So I, I don't know how we'll handle it, everybody's pickup. But whenever, uh, whoever wants to... Uh, I mean, it's a ship day, right? It's November 12th. Because everybody's coming on a different date. So we'll see if, uh, how we can arrange some pickup with BCH cars uh, for, for also the content, the cameras and all that. But I'll make sure the BCH cars always park outside the venue hotel. John has done a fantastic job again. I went to the hotel yesterday again. It looked every time I go there, it just looks better and better and better. We also have uh, after the conference, when the conference finishes at six o'clock, the buses will pick up all the attendees and take them to Carambola. It's one of the best beach clubs in St. Kitts. We have a super gala dinner. We have one of the best local bands playing there that night. Uh, everybody's re- I mean, everybody's going to be like uh, experiencing the Caribbean thing with the local masquerade coming and playing. So it's it's, it's an experience by itself. Great. So, um, Shani, is it possible to say, I mean, um, how many people are we expecting uh, at the conference now? Is it a lot? Uh, so far, we have around... Uh, 60 tickets i'll be i'll be the, i'll give the real figures right no 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 stories and i'm not gonna say thousand sixty tickets are sold sold but then besides 60 tickets sold we will have another 30 40 that are the what you call uh, either dignitaries or or in attendance that that'll be part of the show, what do you call, like me for example i don't count myself in and, and there'll many more uh, pm is coming and uh, the other crew is coming so let's say i I'm I'm saying around 125 people will attend the conference. It's still too early to say that because the figures will only go up, not down. For now, I did arrangements for 125. The gala dinner again will have 125 people, but the Marriott party will have around 200 plus people because we're inviting all the merchants. Okay, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So over 100 people joining us on the on the conference live stream. And I mean, you mentioned again that uh, you know, there's going to be dignitaries arriving uh, and joining us, but also the Prime Minister of St. Kitts is joining us. I mean, this yeah. is really amazing. Just tell me, I mean, how did you go about organizing and bringing someone so important as the, the Prime Minister, Sonny? Well, it's, it's equally important to, to the country, to the Prime Minister, to, to the community, everything. And hopefully, man, everybody gets some good news that same day, right? The biggest news might just come to follow, uh, at least... Uh, we will hear some parts of it. So everybody knows that uh, MP Bryson asked for his salary in, in legal tender. And then uh, he also tabled it there. Uh, we were also pushing for the same in St. Kitts. And, uh, and then uh, we are working on it. So Prime Minister and MP Bryson will be speaking on legal tender. And then let's hope by then we have some perfectly right news for it too. So uh, everything's working and falling in place. We have the new BCH machines that already arrived. It's in St. Kitts now. By tomorrow, it should be going one at the international airport and one at one more hotels. So that that's that's uh, actually I'm going to take one to the conference too. Uh, we have a booth at the conference that'll have all the goodies sold. We all we already have the full container of the BCH sparkling wine champagne arrived yesterday. So tons tons of things to catch up. I see Roger came already joined. Welcome Roger. Welcome Roger. Yeah, it's uh, getting late in the day for me, but uh, thank you for the reminder for. Fiendish Crypto uh, just texted me. So, uh, hi, everyone. Uh, St. Kitts is going to be awesome. I'm excited for so many people to visit there that have never been there before. It's really a beautiful island. And you can use Bitcoin Cash everywhere, thanks to Sunny. 
Yes, I'm, I'm sure everyone who is going is really looking forward to seeing this, to actually be able to use Bitcoin Cash just in a regular store to buy whatever it is you want, whether it's a glass of water or a beer or some food. I think this is, uh, this is what we're all behind, right? This is the reason why we're so excited and enthused by Bitcoin Cash is actually the real economic use of it as money. Um, and uh, to see this, uh, the work that's going on there and, and what Sunny's been doing, I mean, this year has been crazy what's happened in the caribbean and st kitts and you know on the november the uh the 11th on the, uh, the 12th we've got here finally it's coming to a point and to crystallize and, and seeing the fruition of all that efforts and i'm really excited by this i'm excited to see what uh, the prime minister has to say um and uh and with all of the topics we've got some great topics um and, and we've got many people here um to who are joining uh, us into in st kitts um i'm really looking forward to hearing what everyone has to say um yeah it's it's just going to be mind-blowing um and yes yeah, so sunny and i understand as well the agenda should be going up very soon is that right yeah today today we went yesterday we finalized all the things so the audio visual guys were there and then we had some changes where we had to fix up the timings of the panels because we have to just take a confirmation from the prime minister's office what times he'll be there or not because we have to make sure that the the panels are there already on the website but it doesn't have to be the same, uh, what you call, order. So we just decided that yesterday. So we'll have it by tomorrow. It should be on the website. Uh, if I give it to them, I'll still send it to most of us. But by Tuesday, it should go live on the website. Okay. So Tuesday, the agenda will be going up. And we can then see uh, the exact lineup of events. Yeah, and weather is beautiful in St. Kitts right now. So I think by, 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 by the conference date, it's going to be really nice. <coughs> rains. There's no more like hardly heavy rainfall, so it's perfect time to be in St. Kitts. Does it sound like you're ill there, Sonny? I hope you haven't got the flu. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay, and um, yeah, Sonny, before before I um, move on, so uh, do I understand correctly as well with the ticket prices that the amazingly uh, affordable, I would go as far as I mean, it's really cheap uh, ticket prices for what, what you get is just insane. I, is it correct to understand that these prices will also be rising soon? Yes, 48 hours more. So we were waiting for this uh, uh, space to finish. Uh, tomorrow we'll actually... Oh, one more thing I missed to say out is uh, I was I was traveling and I had kept the other instrument here. So by, in a couple of days, when before the agenda as well, all the uh, all the persons that have paid already or, uh, what, uh, and for the tickets, they will get the e-tickets uh, by their email. And then by... Two days, 48 hours, 25th of October, we'll have to raise the prices for the tickets. So hurry up and buy your tickets now. Okay, and what will the new prices be with the tickets in 48 hours? So the so basically the premium experience, what we were charging $300, uh, it will go up to $500 because $300 actually, $100 goes to Marriott, 100 goes to Carambola approximately. And, and the other 100 is not enough for the conference. But we were just doing it because we wanted a pool and the early bird special and everything. And the premium experience will go to 2000 I mean, the luxury will go to 2000 Okay, great. So if anyone listening in and really would like to join us at the conference, now's the chance to get those tickets in quickly um, and save yourself some, some nice money there. So the mo current price of the premium experience is 300 USD. And that is for the uh, two days um, when you just go onto the website, uh, bch-22.com and have a look at everything that it's included. 
Um, it's just an insane price. Um, so if you can uh, need some motivation to come and join us, then please use that as the motivation. In two days' time, those prices will be going up for the premium experience, 500 USD, and the luxury experience goes from 1,500 up to 2,000. So grab so that bargain. It's actually the conference, the lunch, the gala dinner, and the brunch the next day. So it's a whole com combination for the price. It's just not the conference. Yeah, yeah absolutely. My blowing price. Um, and thank you, Sonny, for organizing all that. Um, yeah, and also, uh, I wanted to say that before we were including a SIM card for all luxury pass holders, but we changed it. Everybody that comes in for the conference will get uh, a SIM card that has data in it already. So in case, don't, don't plan your SIM cards. You'll get a welcome kit at the hotel, which will have your bottle of BCH champagne and a SIM card. Okay, wow, that's great news. Yeah, so that's that's done. And Roger, you missed it. Like I said, we're gonna we're gonna stream it live. Everybody can watch it live. Fantastic. And I was gonna mention for those that didn't see it, like Sunny had some video on social media of the factory producing the Bitcoin Cash branded champagne, like bottle after bottle, packed into case after case, onto pallet after pallet. It was absolutely incredible uh, video with them. Literally, it's, it's Bitcoin Cash branded, you know, champagne with green labels and BCH right there on it. So like, great job, Sonny, uh, with, with that as well. It's one more amazing thing Sonny's done. It's here now, 12,000 bottles. We have enough enough bottles to drink for the conference. 10,000? 12,000 bottles, 12, bottles are here in my warehouse. With 12,000, hang on. So we've got 125 people expected at the conference. I don't know, John. We'll, we'll, give, it a, we'll give it a good crack, Sonny. We'll, we'll see what we no, can but do. Remember, it's just not for the conference. It's going to go uh, St. Martin, Antigua, St. Lucia, Jamaica, Trinidad. So we're distributing it to all the islands. All the duty-free shows will actually have BCH sparkling wine. So we then don't we don't need to worry about showing them wallets. They they buy the BCH sparkling wine. They see the wallet. They scan the wallet, the Bitcoin.com wallet. Get drunk and then buy BCH. <laughs> <laughs> and and he's already selling Bitcoin Cash branded bottled water. I've seen it. It's all over St. Kitts. So you can buy the bit and maybe it's on other islands. Sunny can speak to that. But there's Bitcoin Cash yeah, branded we, we water. Have, yeah, sure. uh, all all the stores have Bitcoin Cash uh, branded water already. It has the QR codes too. Their airports airports also sell it. And before it was limited to my stores, I have 10 of them. But now I think uh, last month I saw around 50 cases sold, sold literally. So that means we are now up to like 40, 30 stores that are trying to buy from us. So soon I, I, it'll be taking over. It'll be as a brand. <laughs> and a lot of people don't realize this, but I, I think, you know, all of us on this call need help get the word out. St. Kitts has the highest cr cryptocurrency adoption per capita of any country in the world by far. Like it's like second place isn't even close. Like, Maybe second place is like uh, El Salvador or Slovenia or something like that, but it's not even close compared to the penetration that St. Kitts has. I, there's more businesses than, than not except Bitcoin Cash directly there. And it was all voluntary grassroots. Like it was really, really amazing. So I think it would be neat if we could get some uh, of the you know major media to report uh, on the fact that Bitcoin Cash is, is basically one of the default monies in St. Kitts. You have the U.S. dollar, the Eastern Caribbean dollar, and Bitcoin Cash. It's used everywhere. I think this is a really interesting point, and it's really uh, good that you said that, Roger, And which is why I'm really happy to hear that there is a live feed. I think that this is something that will really help the marketing and help the spotlight of this conference is the fact that it's not just a Bitcoin Cash conference. It's, it's a highlight of actually what's going on in that country. This is really exciting. This is something that's really one of the more exciting things that's happening in the entire crypto space. 
Um, but for whatever reason, it's not really uh, uh, very well publicized in the mainstream media. And and it's real. It's a real shame because, yeah, as you say, this is per capita. This is um, by far in, in place uh, in the first place. When you're just looking at the the usage of this in so many different uh, merchants and establishments, it's um, unprecedented. And so I'm, I'm very excited, very interested to hear about the legal um, tender status in this topic with Rolando and uh, the prime minister. This is, uh, yes, I, I think we are all all <laughs> waiting uh, with bated breath for this one. So Roger, may I ask you, I mean, how does it feel to have uh, the Bitcoin Cash conference in your home country, in your back garden? Uh, it, it's all thanks to Sonny. I mean, Sonny was the real, real motivating force behind there that, and and he had you know he was in the right business to begin with. He's a liquor distributor. So if you're selling liquor to every hotel and every restaurant and every businessman in, in the country, you, you know them all, and they're all friends with him. And he's drinking with him, and he runs you know uh, his bar there. And, and so everybody, you can hardly take two steps with Sonny in St. Kitts or St. Martin for that matter without somebody saying, "Sonny, how are you? I haven't seen you for forever." Or I, you know, what are you doing? So like Sonny, Sonny is like a, a local celebrity there. Everybody knows him, and so it made it real easy for him to get everybody on board with Bitcoin Cash because everybody knows and likes Sonny. Yeah, that's an important aspect. And Sonny uh, said he was forced to get these relationships over the last couple of decades. He was forced forced to drink a lot of alcohol with them. So, uh... and I'll, I'll tell one more Sonny story actually too. So I was with him, and he was talking about I think it was going to Barbados to spread Bitcoin Cash in Barbados, which is another island in the Caribbean. And it's I don't know ten thirty at night, which to me seems kind of late to just call somebody out of the blue. But he calls somebody that he hasn't met for 12 years, hasn't been in contact with for like 12 years. He calls this guy in Barbados and the guy answers the phone at like 10.30 at night and he goes, you know, hello, so-and-so, this is Sonny Gahani, do you, do you remember me? And the guy goes, of course we remember you, Sonny. No, nobody forgets you until the day they die. <laughs> so and the guy was happy to hear from him and he talked about how we're gonna go to Barbados at some point. And I, Sonny, I'm sure remembers who that guy was, but I was I was a bit shocked just listening in that he's calling someone after more than a decade at ten o'clock at night and the guy's instantly happy to hear from him and of course he remembers him. So that's Sonny. Yes, he's he an Aston man actually from Barbados who owned a couple of restaurants there. Yeah, and all of you that come to the conference once you've met Sonny, you will never forget him either. He is he is one heck of a character. <laughs> yeah. Well, every, everybody, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody. Uh, we will communicate this week. Actually, you're right, Swendish. Uh, uh, I don't know how to call you anymore. I see your different name. Now you see your name on the hosting, right? So, so now everybody is waiting for the tickets. Uh, we will update everybody this week. Time has really flown in. I just feel the conference is uh, on the door. So we'll set up everything and start sending out details, tickets. Uh, the, the, we'll, we'll create a group. I'll add the concierge to the group where everybody can send in their travel dates. We will need that because we need to know how many days before you're coming, what arrangements do you need or whatever. So we'll start that this week. This week, everything will be sorted when it comes to micromanagement. Great. Yes. And I'm really excited for the agenda. And I would just like to also ask the audience, uh, for anyone listening, um, which panel or speaker are you most looking forward to? And tweet your answers uh, to me at Fiendish Crypto. Um, I'm really, really interested to hear that. Um, I know what I'm excited about, but I'm not going to, you know, um, not going to be sharing that right now. What I'd love to do, though, is hear from some of the people who are representing Bitcoin Cash. Um, so we've got the Global Merchant Adoption Panel. I think this is obviously a very important panel for St. Kitts. 
you know, the reason why St. Kitts was chosen was because of the huge amount of real world adoption going on there, which was uh, um, brought about. There was a lot of merchant adoption happening. And that is uh, being led by Jason, uh, Ryan, Sonny. And I see you all there. And I'd love to know, guys, uh, what's, what's waiting for us? Uh, have, you, have you got something uh, cooking up? Um, you, you're all three, uh, or even, uh, yeah, all three of you are on the stage together. What are, what's to be expected? Actually, Argentina is also there. They'd, actually, I put them there because uh, they are coming. They recently got their flip starter funding funded. They're a group of 10, I think 10 or 11 people from Argentina is coming. That is a good sized group. So, so he's there on the panel now, actually. Of course, Ma Ma Marcelo Fleischer. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. But Ryan, yeah. Yes, yes. Hey, man. Uh, hey, uh, yeah, just, I think the biggest thing is going to be meeting and learning from each other. You know, I, you know a lot of my uh, onboarding here was from me learning from what was going on in St. Kitts. And I think bringing that from every different part of the world where we have Bitcoin cash adoption is going to only improve ourselves in our different parts of you know the, the planet. And uh, I'm really excited to talk to the General Protocols guys uh, about the AnyHedge product that's been launched. We, I mean, I think you know how can we all bring that to market? Uh, re really excited to learn more about it. You know, I'm super excited to meet them in person. And uh, yeah, and, you know, Jason's always an entertaining guy, so super excited to finally meet him in person. We've been friends online for so long, and uh, I'm just super excited to engage and learn from from each other yeah sounds great and jason i see yeah you're traveling all the way from australia to join in on this panel and this wonderful weekend what are you expecting yeah. uh to get out of the uh the conference and what are we expecting out of you jason mate this is my first time overseas so this is a big adventure for this little uh skippy right here <laughs> <laughs> and what a start yeah. what a start sir the first time you go overseas you're traveling all around the world yeah. to the caribbean to go and spend Actually, bitcoin cash in a beautiful island that's fantastic huh? yeah i mean the only island i've been on is maggie island where you can have oysters and champagne with bitcoin cash but uh never Never across to the Caribbean or anywhere in another country. I didn't, don't even have a passport until recently. So uh, this is a, a big uh, experience for me. And I'm very excited to meeting everyone, my, my Bitcoin Cash family, my tribe. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. So um, I'm keen to uh, connect with networks and uh, people that can help me do a better job with onboarding here, uh, making our tools more user-friendly, like the um, cash register printout. Uh, that's, I think that's a very important uh, thing that we can use. And any hedge as well. Um, I, met, I met the uh, Silver Blood and the gang, and they inspire me. Every time I take it, we have coffee together and, and stuff like that, my mind is blown by their intelligence. So... Um, I, I just a simple guy like me just can sit there for hours, just listening to all the projects and 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 uh, utility uh, that they're coming out with. So I can see my brain's thinking about, oh yes, I can use this in in this and that, and um, I'm thinking I'm thinking creatively like an entrepreneur trying to find out how I can work their system in and plug them. So yeah. Yeah, exactly, um, and and, uh, and I can see the using any hedge as the foundation to um, get it, help reduce volatility. 
is a really important part of the uh, merchant adoption process, I'm guessing, yeah. because, you know, there's, of course, a lot of fear from a merchant if they accept uh, Bitcoin cash. What happens if the price suddenly drops and they can't afford yeah. then to pay their, their bills or whatever? So this is a solution. You know, people have in the past have recommended stable coins, but we've seen here yeah. very often that stable is uh, in, in inverted commas, <laughs> that uh, maybe there's no such thing as a stable coin, um, whereas uh, hedging um, is something is if it's done in a really nice way and integrated into our more popular wallets um this is gonna be a fantastic method of, of helping merchants hedge their risk and lock in the mm. value in their local currencies so i think it's yeah it's a great great thing uh what they're doing and i can imagine it helps your job and what you said yeah the printing uh device mm -hmm. as well this is uh a great step forward um you know shops need receipts right <laughs> yeah so, hey, this so is started I... already huh? uh sorry uh jason this is started already i tested it now you can print receipts remotely i mean on a remote printer on the device if you have one you can even have daily reports printed everything is set uh, i'm lazy i'm sorry i was supposed to just do a final check on that roger already sorted thank you very much roger from the bottom of everybody's heart like my heart and all the merchants man thank you very much yeah and i just got word that the team uh, i think they approved it and it got submitted to the app store like yesterday so i think it's yes, is it, is it live much, today is that really what it, it should be live in the app store in any moment if it's not already. <coughs> yeah, perfect, perfect. Yeah, because they did it for Android, and I'm like, please, just if it's possible, do it for the app store. Amazing, man. Yeah, amazing idea. And, and I'm just, thank you. And you know, we talked about the volatility, and super excited to like do this during like a bear market, especially in somewhere like St. Kitts that's new, newly adopted Bitcoin Cash, and we can flood them with Bitcoin Cash all over the island because the volatility works both ways. And now we're in a downward trending market, but, you know, the, the market will be going up. And I think it'll just add that much more confidence that, hey, yeah, this is a, a better tool than what we've been using before with you know, government fiat currencies and so forth. So just with any like person that does merchant adoption, like it's so important to uh, embrace the merchants that do accept Bitcoin cash and show them love with business. And I'm so excited that we're hopefully this is an annual event uh, in, in St. Kitts and to continue to build upon all the hard work that, you know, Sonny and everyone has done out there. So I'm super excited for that. And so we can not only just, you know, deal with the volatility on the way down, but enjoy it on the way up. Yes, exactly. And this is um, the important part of crypto is very often the people are uh, celebrating the most and using it the most or whatever went when it at the high. Um, but actually for the, for the, everyone that's accepting Bitcoin cash in the Caribbean now is must be the best time to be accepting it you know we're at the low and because every single every single shop that accepts it and locks in that value um, and holds it as bitcoin cash will then hopefully ride the uh the the wave as as things return back into good times uh so yeah i'm, I'm really looking forward to supporting the local merchants there that uh that sunny has uh been responsible for onboarding and i uh, hope everyone else that joins is going to be doing that too and bringing some nice uh, bitcoin cash along and leaving those credit cards at home <laughs> We don't need MasterCard or Visa. Actually, they're working on... Uh, uh, Roger is aware. I think uh, Roger... Uh, the speaker's panel has Dejan. Okay, it was processing and development before. Now it's uh, development uh, is a separate panel with, with Chris and... Uh, what do you call it? John. John. Then uh, payment processing is a separate panel with, with Dejan and Mike Martin. Mike Martin is the local... Not just the local... He's responsible for payment processing for the entire East Caribbean countries. You know what that means for us? That means once it's done here, every single East Caribbean dollar accepting country will accept 
uh, bit, uh, other cryptos too, but Bitcoin Cash as well. That's like all the machines will actually have a Bitcoin Cash accepting option straight to the bank. That will be like a winner. Very soon they'll be announcing it. They're working on it from much be way before they met me. So it's on the works already. And finally, it's get, a, get in place. That's good news coming too. Yeah, thanks, Sonny. Um, yeah, before I um, move on, did anyone have any questions for the global merchant adoption team? Actually, I, I'd love to add a little bit something there. So like, I know there's yeah, some sure. kind of new faces that are listening in and trying to figure out about you know what's this cryptocurrency thing all about. And, uh, and I won't out anybody specifically here, but one of them asked me, like, do you like American Express? And I want to explain, like, yeah, credit cards are around. They're accepted all over. But, like, the whole point of crypto is that this is permissionless money that allows you to send and receive any amount of money with anyone anywhere on the planet. And those payments can't be blocked. Your account can't be frozen because it's not an account. It's where you actually have the money yourself. So it's totally different than PayPal, totally different than American Express, totally different than your bank account. It's just like having cash in your pocket, like the actual dollar bills, but you can send it over the internet to anyone, anywhere, and nobody can block that payment. Nobody can freeze it. Nobody can mess with your money in any way whatsoever, which is really, really, really uh, more amazing than American Express or Visa or MasterCard or PayPal or any of these other things. And so for those of you that are listening in and kind of new to this whole crypto thing, that's the power of cryptocurrencies, that nobody can block your payments, nobody can freeze your money, nobody can mess with it at all. But you have to understand that's only true when you're using a wallet. The moment you're using an account, it's right back like if you're using PayPal or, or Bank of America or whatever else. So it's very important that if you want to have permissionless money, you use an actual wallet rather than an account. And so an example of the wallet of a wallet would be a Bitcoin.com wallet or a, a, a Ledger wallet or, or there's a bunch of other ones. But an example of an account would be Binance or Coinbase or Kraken or something like that. And all those businesses are great, but don't think that they're permissionless and don't think that they're not busy spying on you and reporting everything you do back to, you know, whatever government agency or this or that. Whereas if you're using a wallet, uh, you have a lot more control over your money and, and nobody can freeze it and mess with it. So it's a very important distinction that uh, I think the general public in the world, they're not aware of these kind of view cryptocurrencies just like one more version of PayPal. But that's not the case, as we know, or most of us know. Yeah, uh, it's, a really, it's a really good point, Roger. Sorry, did you want to say something there, John? I just wanted to say, hell yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> that was very well said. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's really well said. And uh, I, I think I've mentioned it uh, before, but for anyone that knows me, I do. Uh, I have the, uh, a, a MasterCard that allows me to spend my crypto. This is absolutely not the solution. This is not what we're looking for. It's just unfortunately uh, it, where I live in the particular part of the world, even accepting credit card is already a big thing. Uh, so accepting crypto is is uh, is a, a challenge that's just too much for, for the average German. Uh, at this m moment in time um, but everything Roger said is exactly it and also another point to that without getting too lost down the weeds of politics is just you know for every single person on the planet right now um, in all countries we're suffering inflation and there's many you know finger pointing where this is coming from but inflation is is quite simply uh, there is too much money uh, in the in the system. The value of, of that money, the purchasing power goes down because there's, there's only so many goods or, uh, and there's an increasing flow of money. And the, uh, another point of, of crypto is, you, or certainly with Bitcoin Cash, um, is that the the money flow is is uh, actually very very uh, pr predictable. So there is only a very limited increase of the money flow up until the point we get to 21 million coins. And the whole point of that is also it means 
uh, if, if you were to change away from fiat and the centralized ability to print out money uh, when you want, um, we can remove a very, very regressive tax that actually hits the poorest hardest uh, and those with assets the least. Um, and this is something that also for me is very, very interesting why crypto uh, success is, is very, very important to the living standards of the majority of people uh, on the planet. So um, it's very exciting and uh, it's definitely, you know, crypto is not just about scams and, uh, and, and ripping off people. That's about 99% of it. <laughs> uh, but fortunately, Bitcoin Cash exists in this 1% where it's a really exciting, really interesting, transformative uh, tool that can, absolutely can benefit um, uh, humankind greatly. Great. So moving on, um, I'd love to hear a little bit from, so I mentioned, uh, Brian, you mentioned you're looking forward to meeting General Protocols and the work that they're doing on AnyHedge and uh, BCH Bull, which is, you know, the beta is going live in three days, if I'm correct, 26th of, uh, of October. Um, I'm also very excited to hear from, from John and also Chris Troutner. I see you're both uh, here with us. Um, yeah, what can we expect from uh, you guys on the on the panel, John? Um, would you want to start? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's actually tomorrow, so uh, yeah, I go to bull dot com tomorrow. Uh, whatever your time zone is, doesn't matter. Just add twenty four hours. Just go there tomorrow, and uh, and and check it out. And that will be uh, your your second chance. If you miss the alpha, this is going to be the beta, so you can jump in. And uh, and and try uh, all the the stability solution uh, that we have developed on Bitcoin Cash, the trustless, permissionless, not going to collapse, not going to explode in your face, uh, stable stability solution <laughs> that's that's based on the AnyHedge protocol. So yeah, that that'll be coming out uh, tomorrow. Fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's so nice. Uh, Sorry, just a, there's so many great ideas and so many wonderful concepts um, which are pitched, and I think Bitcoin Cash knows this. There's just so many, um, but actually products. That's that's where things are lacking, and it's so wonderful to see you guys actually deliver. So uh, thank you, massive uh, round of applause <laughs> from me. Well, we have a, a funny meme. Uh, somebody made it. I, I'm sorry, I can't remember who made it a long time ago, but it basically goes, you know you know, are you making a token? Is this the token? And, and the response is, yes, there's a token. It's Bitcoin Cash. Like, why do we need, you know, random tokens to do random things? Bitcoin Cash is the one that serves as money for the world. And we're going to make it extremely powerful and, and serve everybody in the world. So, yeah, uh, I always enjoy that meme. Um, So, yeah, uh, all the things that, that people are saying here are amazing to see because you know it kind of in the background i mean general protocols is a company but uh we've been working in the background for quite a long time and uh not only us but many other developers have been working in the background uh you know we're kind of the the decentralized engineering team for for bitcoin cash and this is one of the amazing things one of the things that i absolutely love about bitcoin cash is that the, there are all these kind of distributed executives, people making things happen, Sonny, Roger, uh, Ryan, other people making things happen. And then, you know, there's the engineering team that's also, you know, there's there's no boss in this ecosystem. It, it's a, this, this, a an actually decentralized ecosystem. And uh, all of these engineers and building types are working in the background, working to build things, building products. Um, <laughs> as you said, not enough apps, but getting to the point that we're building apps 
And uh, I, I just love to see it, uh, the, this whole ecosystem working without a CEO, without a boss, without an owner, without a corporate entity. And, and the whole network keeps ticking along. It's the most reliable network out there. I love it. It's fantastic, although I'm slightly confused. Are you trying to tell me that Bitcoin Cash doesn't have a CEO? <laughs> I'm the CEO. Oh, no, wait. You're the oh, CEO. I, I, no, wait. I thought I, I, thought I was the CEO. <laughs> Yeah, right. Because every new person who comes in, we tell them they're the CEO, but yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. I I thought that was a genuine label I had there. Okay. And I'm not in charge of shit. (laughs) So, So, yeah, there's a lot of things going on um, with development. I'm not sure where to start. There's so many uh, things going on from the consensus you know, we're building at the very lowest layer, the, the, the trust and the, the, the things that are built very conservatively, very carefully to always work, never have a problem, be up 24-7. You know, from there all the way up to apps like BCH Bull, uh, which is coming out tomorrow. So there's just so many things to say, and I'm, I'm not sure <laughs> where to jump in on that. But, um, yeah, the, the, there's a lot going on. What kind of things would you, would you like to hear about? Oh, that's a great question. I'll give that one to the audience. Does anyone want to um, grab the mic and say what they want to hear from General Protocols at the Bitcoin Cash Conference? Well, I'll just put out there that I'm I'm excited to... Uh, I think that, that BCH Bull coming out tomorrow is going to be a new chapter in Bitcoin Cash. And, uh, you know, in the, at the, the Townsville, Australia uh, meetup we had a few years ago, I didn't attend that. And I was so jealous because so many great ideas came out of that event. And with BCH Bull launching and then now we're having this BCH 22 conference, I'm so excited to touch base with the developers that are coming to it. Uh, particularly application developers, and uh, and and particularly with BCH Bull, and and just see all the new things that we can build on top of it now. Now that it's 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 launching, and maybe maybe we'll host the next Bitcoin Cash conference uh, now that Japan just opened their borders in Tokyo. There's actually a, a active uh, Bitcoin Cash community here in Tokyo. You can spend it at quite a few restaurants and places across Tokyo, and. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm not the main guy behind it at all. In fact, I was just looking on the computer and so, or on Twitter, actually, and I saw um, Akane Yoko's, oh, we're having a Bitcoin Cash uh, Halloween party uh, this week. And so I just actually arrived in Tokyo earlier today, and I'm looking forward to the Bitcoin Cash Halloween party. And a few years back, people came dressed as, uh, one guy came dressed as Greg Maxwell. It was a very well-done costume. So for the real old-time Bitcoiners who know who that is, uh, it was a pretty spooky uh, Halloween costume to have him at our Bitcoin Cash meetup. That is spooky. <laughs> it was wow. funny. <laughs> yeah, I want I want to follow up with uh, what Chris said. Um, uh, what happens at these conferences is, of course, there's there's things that you hear, there's presentations, and then there's all the discussions that go on, and it's it's such a fantastic chance for uh, people who are working in this distributed environment, right? Like everybody's remote, uh, even for general protocols, right? Our team is literally not a single one of us are in the same country. So our whole team, every single person is in a different country. Um, so having that chance for everybody to come together, talk face-to-face, uh, you know, get a chance to, to, to hear what people are really thinking and, and, and hear where things are going is, is a very big opportunity. So I totally agree with, with Chris on that. I'm really looking forward to that aspect of it. Because for us uh, as builders, you know, app builders or consensus layer protocol like extremely detailed uh 
builders, um, for all of us, we love to build things and then see them used, um, right? And what Bitcoin Cash being used is about is about being useful to everyone. It's about commerce. It's just about money, just about serving as money for the world. It's not very complicated, but there's a lot of work to be done to make that happen. And all of the work that people have been doing in the background for years and years, actually, um, seeing that come out and be useful to people in St. Kitts, in St. Martin, in Townsville, uh, in Tokyo, all over the world, actually seeing people use it as money. And maybe they don't yet realize the power of what they're using, right? They don't realize maybe what's coming in the world, you know, CBDCs and all these things that are that are going to be coming at us in the near future. They don't yet realize what it is, but seeing it get used by people and realizing that people are actually getting an alternative in their hands. They're getting something that they can use and that's going to be an alternative money when, uh, you know, things don't go so well in the near future. Uh, seeing that happen is fantastic for us builders to, to see actually people actually using it and things moving ahead absolutely and what i think is i mean i'm i'm you know john we've had some quite a few private talks on that i'm 100 percent aligned with this and i think most people the vast majority of people just don't understand what a cbdc is lots of people still argue with me they say well money is already digital it's like yeah but it's not programmable you don't the the, the idea of a digital euro what they're what they're planning is is really the end of uh, democracy in my opinion um, but but what I really what I love to see is and this is what I think um, the way to convert people um, uh, is is to give them a value proposition today if, something if that I they can really use. Yeah, so sure. There, Felix, so yeah. yeah, you're right. The the average Joe on the street has no idea about these central bank digital currencies that are coming. What's going to come with that is that every single transaction you make is monitored by the government, and if you try and spend your money on something they don't like. They will block you from being able to do that, and they'll freeze your existing funds, and it will be the absolute end of anybody having any control over their own money, and the government will be able to control absolutely every last transaction uh, for anything, anywhere in the world if people start using that. So it's really, really important that the world switches to using actual peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash in which the individuals have control over their own money rather than the central banks and governments. Like It's really, really terrifying. If the world were to start using a central bank to issue digital currency, that's a really, really bad thing for the entire world. And it's up to us to get as much adoption as quickly as we possibly can for actual cryptocurrencies so that the world doesn't wind up using these central bank digital currencies. It'll basically turn into like a, a totalitarian spy state where governments literally monitor and can block every single transaction you make for everything in your life. Let's not go down that road. Yeah. Exactly. It's even worse than that, right? Like, it's not just uh, that they'll block your transactions, but it's uh, they'll also put the the programmability for them, right? Means putting time limits on your money, right? Okay, if you've you've received your money, now go be a good person and spend it within one month, or else it's gone, <laughs> right? That kind of limit is going to absolutely be put on your money. So having an alternative is going to go from being uh, oh that's interesting to an absolute necessity, you know, separation of money in the state is something that, you know, the state will resist, but it's something that has to happen uh, for, for people to, to, to continue living without falling into some kind of dystopia. Yeah, these are really great points. And I really hope for anyone listening, if you're if you're still on the fence about this, just think about this, Get, put politics aside, in the corona pandemic, 
So um, I can talk about this from the Germany's perspective. So people who weren't vaccinated could no, lo could no longer participate in normal society. They couldn't even um, go shopping for a pair of clothes. So these were drastic conditions that were put in, even after it was well aware, well clear um, that Corona, um, the virus, uh, for the fatality rate was incredibly low, especially in those under 60 and healthy. Um, so they, uh, and I know many, I've got many friends that went through this, they didn't get themselves vaccinated, it didn't nearly broke them. So the government was willing to do this. Now imagine if those same people, um, if they were using CBDCs, um, just think about this, the government was willing to stop them for going in to buy some new underwear, right? So what, what, why would they, with a CBDC, they wouldn't even need to do that. They could literally just block that person, if you haven't got the right social credit status, if you're not vaccinated, or if you are vaccinated, you know, maybe the, the next government will be against those that are vaccinated, which is, you know, any, so whichever way you stand, just think about that power, that the government could rather than just say, hey, if you haven't done this particular thing, your money is now worthless, which means actually it's no longer money, it's just a voucher, and whether that voucher is redeemable is completely at the whim of whichever government's uh, in power. And maybe that government in power is not your friend. <laughs> so, um, yeah, really, I, I hope people really get that and are aware that, you know, crypto is not just some interesting novelty. There is a real, real important thing. And there's a race against time. And we probably only have a couple of years left before we really see the launch of the digital uh, USD, the digital uh, euro. And at that point, things will get very, very murky very, very quickly. So, uh, um, yes, great points. Thank you, I'm Roger. And thank you, John. I'm so glad that you guys brought this up. Oh, uh, I just wanted to say real quick, like, let's continue this conversation at the meeting because this exact scenario that you guys just brought up, I think that there's more of that in store for us in the future. And I'd love to brainstorm with the this community at the conference of how do, how do we anticipate that and make tools to get around that. So just food for thought. We'll pick this up at the conference. But when... Um, when stores would only allow vaccinated people in and unvaccinated people could not go into a store and get say basic groceries. How, how do we build an app that can work within that scenario? Um, make it easy and low friction for, for people who are on the government's good list to help the people who are not on the government's good list uh, and, and facilitate free trade among free people. Yeah, it's exactly it. And what you said there is a really important point, reducing, reducing friction. Um, and this is something that, um, something that I think is really is, is critical. And this is what I love seeing um, with St. Kitts. What I think is we need real short-term um, uh, benefits to people to get them in. And th this is what's happening in St. Kitts. I would need to transfer my money. I've, I've got euros. And I would need to transfer that anyway into USD or I'd need to transfer that into um, the Caribbean dollar. But now I've just, hey, I why do I need to do that? I just have Bitcoin Cash. And so I'm using that without having any um, transfer fees, without exchange fees, sorry. Um, and so it's that's a, a clear benefit to me um, without having to be politically motivated to why I should be using Bitcoin Cash. And I think uh, the, these sort of aspects are what's important to get just the regular Joe involved in Bitcoin Cash because they probably don't really believe the, the, the idea of, of how much power CBDC will have, even though everything there is published. Alex, I see you've got your hand up and you've had your hand up for a while. Do you want to grab uh, grab the mic, man? Yeah, mate. Appreciate it. Just, um, oh, sorry, I put my hand down. I don't know how this fucking works. Um, on Roger and others touching upon, you know, CBDC is coming and everyone talking about, you know, all right, governments 
what they're what are they going to do next? Because they've already done enough people talking about oh, kids can't go to public schools if they're not vaccinated. We can't you can't go to stores. And then Roger also earlier mentioned you know what about your Amex and your Mastercard and all all of this stuff. And I think the most significant piece of news on this recently is that was two weeks ago Amex, Mastercard, and Visa, the three largest payment networks I think in the world. Um, surely in the U.S. and North America, um, all announced that they're going to start tracking and classifying uh, any purchases from uh, from any FFL, so any uh, fire uh, firearm shop. Now, this is incredibly uh, concerning because not only is it just for future purchases, but they're going to backtrack every purchase that you've made. Um, and so I can't think of a better place, no matter what your view is on, on firearms or not, I can't think of a better targeted industry right now to, you know, push for something that's not easily that traceable by the government, especially not with a government coin, which I'm certain if that gets pushed, they will definitely want to track, you know, purchases like this as well. Anything that, you know, can inhibit your freedoms. And so one thing that I've been doing, uh, is I've been going to a couple of these stores. Not all of them are interested, but a couple near me are actually very interested in looking into accepting crypto because they think their clientele would love something like this where with this recent news, they can push this new payment platform. And then I think the thing from general protocols coming, you know, if they can stabilize that asset so they don't have to worry about the volatility. I've already mentioned that this feature is in beta and it's 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 being tested. And they all, the ones that want to try out using Bitcoin Cash or other currencies, they all love it. Yeah, thank you, Alex. And I think this is the important part. It's not about whether people are uh, pro-gun control or uh, or against it. The important point is, is that should the government have the ability to track every transaction you made without a warrant, without any reason to suspect that person? And I think this is a fundamental question about privacy as a right. I am an absolute advocate of that. And I think that if you're under investigation because there's good evidence against you, which has been signed off by a judge, fine. That that tracking can happen. Uh, I think um, that's absolutely fine in my opinion. But just as a general blanket thing for every single citizen of a country, no, sorry. That's that's not okay, um, and uh, I, I can't. I've never met anyone that could argue that uh, that that's an okay thing, other than maybe Stalin or, or Putin. I guess these guys can do a good job there. Let, uh, let me mention Fiendish uh, before we go on. Um, just a, as a general approach, right? Like, what are we trying to do? What what is Bitcoin Cash trying to make available to people, uh, to merchants, to people who want to use it? Um, right. This is not uh, only a, a speculative thing that's never been the point of it the speculative aspect has only been to help it get adopted and used and in the end the point is what roger said is to have an alternative to have a permissionless money where you don't have to ask for permission to do what you want to do with your money and in order to do that that's the kind of thing that we're working in the background on you know as this distributed engineering kind of department of, of Bitcoin Cash, um, that there's some really important aspects of it. Scalability, uh, making sure that it works for everyone in the world. That's a real serious target that we're working towards, that we research, that we do uh, like actual uh, execution of experiments and, and documentation of, uh, of scaling experiments and, and try to find out where the bottlenecks are, make sure we solve them. So scalability is huge, making sure that we can actually 
serve everyone in the world, not just put it on the marketing material, but actually do it. Um, making sure it stays permissionless. So any, any network that is out there that has a company behind it, you can be 100% sure that it's going to fold when you know the government comes knocking and says, hey, um, you need to follow XYZ rule and not do whatever particular thing that we think you shouldn't do. Um, that, that's impossible for a network that's controlled by a company. Staying permissionless, staying distributed is very important. Making sure it's easy for people to use, making sure that it works uh, smoothly and never breaks, never breaks down, doesn't go down for a day like, oh, your money doesn't work today. <laughs> that's not acceptable, right? Your money doesn't work for two or three days. Oh, because we had some database issue. No, that should never, ever happen. So, uh, making sure that that kind of thing happens, uh, that, that, that it's fully reliable and works always for everybody. Uh, and then the other thing that's very unique to Bitcoin Cash is that we're working to facilitate commerce. So we're making sure that we can do everything that people need to do with money. Nothing complicated, but it's hard. And we have to work hard to make sure that it actually does that. Not just speculation, not just betting on number go up or number go down, but you know, you want to save money, making sure it works to save money. You want to get a loan making sure that you can get a loan with it when you want to do something, when you want to start a business or you want to, to get a home. Um, all of those kind of very fundamental things that money should be able to do is what Bitcoin Cash does and what we're working in the background to make sure works. Uh, that's a lot of people, including General Protocols, uh, the company who's working on apps and all kinds of people working at every layer of the system. So I wanted to make sure to put out there these kind of key points that Bitcoin Cash focuses on as we move forward. Thanks so much for that, John. And yeah, great people like General Protocols also. A, a bit of a hands up here uh, uh, to a spotlight on Petaka, which are doing a fantastic job. I see that uh, Yomar, Jomar, sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying your name wrong, uh, but the CEO of Petaka is also here. Um, and I think, you know, there's this doing also doing a fantastic job um pushing pushing bitcoin cash forwards and with all these builders and developers in the ecosystem all working towards this goal that uh, john's just mentioned there it's it's really it's a noble goal it's a fantastic uh goal and uh we will succeed um despite everything so uh um and i'm mean, really lovely to hear that thank you so much uh john jason i've seen you've had your hand up for quite a while also the um wwtism i'll be coming to you next my friend, the Jason. Yeah, I just I just wanted to give a quick thing. You talk about the pandemic uh, with the lockdowns and stuff like that. Well, um, in Australia, they they pretty much went overboard. Uh, we didn't have much an effect with the COVID nineteen, but the government really went overboard with their restrictions and lockdown. And so this caused a lot of teachers, a lot of doctors, uh, a lot of professionals to go unemployed, uh, lose their jobs, unable to work. Uh, and so Bitcoin Cash has been instrumental in keeping these guys having an income uh, because what ended up happening here is they became known as safe businesses. So people can go to the Bitcoin.com map, they see the green pip and know, aha, that is a safe business where I can go and do commerce with or trade with because they aren't going to judge me uh, on my VAC status. And that was a that was a big thing. That was that was a big growth um, f 
for the first uh, few months that I came here. Uh, and we, we saved a lot of people from uh, losing their homes, uh, from going bankrupt because we were able to plug them into a new monetary system, uh, a new uh, tribe, tribe. See, there's people that think like us but don't have the currency of us. And so I believe if we can tap into the ether of the freedom of the libertarian people that have been affected by these uh, laws – uh, that we can uh, uh, insert the Bitcoin Cash narrative, the the idea of Bitcoin Cash, because it's the why that people buy. People buy the why. Um, that makes them more likely to retain, even though it goes ups and downs. They they if they got the why, they'll stick with it. Um, those that just think it as another purchasing option, uh, they are the ones that are more fickle. So this is why I, I really, I'm really thankful for guys like um, General Protocols that are coming up with the next step solutions where they can handle the business. See, businesses that accept Bitcoin Cash, they all they, they, it's not the volatility of it going up and down that hurts so much. It's they need to keep records for the accountant. They can't afford it to fluctuate because when they do their accounting. They want it to match as close as possible to what's been received. So my my hope and my heart is thinking if general protocols can come up with a system combined with the like the Bitcoin.com app or something like that where it can automatically fix the price at that price to make it easy for tax taxation purposes for those that want to be in that world, uh, that would be awesome. So that's that's what I wanted to throw out there. Thanks for your time. Yeah, Jason, I agree that that's needed, and I'd, I'd love to see uh, that be built. So uh, maybe we can collaborate with the general protocols guys to, to make that happen. Or I think the Pay Tackle Wallet guys have already worked on, on some of that as well. And I'm going to call it a night, everyone. It's getting very late for me, but thank you all for spreading a peer-to-peer cash to the world. Yes, thank you, Roger, for joining us. And, and Ronaldo just joined in, Roger. So, you know, <laughs> well, you have to say hi to him. <laughs> Great. Yeah, we'll let Ronaldo take it from here. Another uh, awesome advocate for that peer-to-peer cash for the world. I am very, very jealous of the Petaka vending machine, by the way. I have to be very honest. I wanted to be the first proper vending machine in St. Kitts, but you guys took the race, man. Um, yeah, sorry, before before Rolando, before we get you on, uh, Jomar, do you want to uh, grab the mic and, and comment on that? Because I have to admit, I was also really blown away by the vending machine. I know Sunny's been uh, gunning for this uh, for m- many months, trying to get this in place for the Bitcoin Cash conference. And there you are, just showing it away in the in the mall there in the is Philippines. Ronaldo or? Yeah. Ronaldo's, yeah, Ronaldo's uh, is... Oh, no, Rol- R- Rolando... Sunny, you always confusing me. Hey, Jumma. Hello, you guys. Thank you for uh, mentioning what we are doing here. Uh, Sunny, uh, yeah. Um, thank you for the uh, shout out. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that everyone is noticing what we are doing here. Amazing job. Congratulations. And I'm very jealous. I'm happy, but I'm very jealous because I really wanted that vending machine to be in St. Kitts. I wanted to be the <laughs> saying, hey, the first vending machine in St. Kitts, but you got the race, man. Import it. Import it. Bring it. Make it happen. Yeah. No, I, mean, I already have, to be honest, working on three, four things. But yeah, we, we will, we'll, we'll talk on it soon. I spoke to you the last time. 
we'll talk. But it's amazing how it operates. Oh. And that was something I, I own a store at the airport, right? And because after the pandemic, most of the flights are really cancelled and the timings because of a massive airport, like a small island, people don't even open their stores. So if you go for a small flight, there is nothing. You cannot even get a bottle of water. So that vending machine at the airport would be the perfect thing because a lot of people don't have change or dollars or whatever. Those there, Nobody has vending machines, but we do have a BCH machine there now. So people can just buy BCH and boom, or people usually have BCH anyways. So it would be amazing to have it at the airport. Great. We'll work on it, uh, exporting yes, yes. it to the rest yes, of the yes, world. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Are you. You should try to come for the conference, man. Like, uh, I've, uh, I've already uh, asked yeah. Jomar. It'd, it'd be a great... We would, we, I think uh, um, we, we'd have to get a private plane out for him to pick him up. Huh? If we can arrange that, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm jealous uh, that I, I cannot really join. It's, it's too far from here, but uh, I'll be watching the, the live stream. Yeah, yeah. And, and when John and Chris were talking about before, about, uh, sorry, then you can take over, Elliot, about, about the any hedge, we do have this uh, next day function at Marriott, right? And I went there yesterday to see the pool view, the brunch and the beach. Man, it was so hot. In one minute, I was literally burnt alive. So we decided to move that venue into an air-conditioned uh, thing. And I think we'll have a space and a screen. And I don't know, we'll have a little call on the side later with John. See if we can do a little session because all the merchants will be present. And we can actually educate them how they can do it. If, if they get the, uh, And Chris can also educate them. On, on the other things, uh, if, if they are willing to, you know, give them half an hour or something. Absolutely. We can absolutely do that. Help them have a stability without having to depend on some stable coin that might blow up in their face. I'd love to do yeah, that. Exactly, exactly. Because uh, that, that's the perfect moment. You are in St. Kitts. Entire merchants are there. BCH conference. I'll arrange the big, big, big LED screen. And, and we can get together questions and answers. Even to show them how to do it. And it'll be a perfect uh, continuation of the conference. Fantastic. Before boy, I get Rolando on, I just would love, um, so WWTism, you had your hand up for quite a while. It's back down there. I don't know if you still have something that you want to say. If you do, grab the mic, my friend. Yeah, so first off, uh, can everyone hear me? We all good? Yep, we can hear you loud and clear. All right, perfect. So uh, first time on one of these Twitter spaces and like actively being able to be a part of it. So I appreciate that. So excited to meet everyone. Kind of hate to go back a step, but Chris, you can definitely include me on the chat because uh, with the with uh, respect to CBDCs, like when the Freedom Convoy happened here in Canada, anyone that donated to that with their fiat currency ended up getting their bank accounts frozen. Uh, and there was uh, investigation launched into those people. So anything that I can do to help avoid that situation, uh, I'd love to be a part of it. Fantastic. We'd love and, and to be a part repeat, of it. Uh, every time one of these political issues comes up, I really want to repeat that it doesn't matter what you think about that particular political issue, whether it's guns or political or vaccines or whatever it is, you can be absolutely sure that at some point in your life, you're going to be on the wrong side of whatever the current uh, trend is or, or political, uh, you know, Trends. So yeah, it, it's for everybody because you, you always want to have an option. You always want to have an out. You always want to have uh, the ability to, uh, you know, check out of whatever system it is that you're in, the monetary system, whatever it is, and say, hey, I, you know, that's fine. You can do what you want to do, but 
you know, I'm going to do it this, this way. I'm going to do it my way. Um, so yeah, I just want to repeat that every time a political issue comes up that, uh, that this is for everybody, not just for people who uh, are against the, the current whatever uh, issue is. Yes, this is important for everyone that's listening. Bitcoin Cash is not right wing. It's not left wing. It is a technology. It's for everyone. And as John said, you, you, every one of us will be on the wrong side of the particular in thing political movement at some point. And, uh, and that shouldn't mean that you lose your access to your money that you've legally worked for and saved. So um, thank you so much for your comments, WWTism. Um, now I want to bring it right back to where we started, which is the Bitcoin Cash Conference, which is happening in St. Kitts and Nevis um, this November. And we have with us um, a really important speaker. So, Rolando, I see you're there. Uh, Rolando Hi. is an MP for St. Martin's. Hey, how's it going, bro? Long time no speak. Hey, I'm good. I'm good. How have you been? Everything yeah, I'm, I'm good. So I'm much better today than I was during the week. Um, but uh, yeah, I've kicked some flu's ass. So, um, yeah, Rolando, um, tell me, you're on the panel one. So you're listed on the Bitcoin Cash website um, under legal tender. And the other person you're with is the prime minister of St. Kitts and Nevis. So first of all, this is really exciting. Um, yes, and maybe you could share a little bit. What's going on there? What's, what are you planning to, uh, to tell us uh, with regards to legal tender? Just, you know, the, the general topic and what to expect. Yeah, sure. Well, um, first of all, it's it's going to be an honor and a pleasure to be alongside, um, you know, my petition colleague, uh, Dr. Drew, um, you know, who recently became a leader there. And, and, you know, immediately I saw that he's the type of person that thinks a lot like me, because one of the first things he did is he removed the COVID protocols, you know, a forward thinking leader like that, that can make that decision even soon after coming office. You see um, why St. Kitts and St. Martin are so much on the right track. Uh, so it's going to be a pleasure to be um, alongside him talking about legal tender. As everyone knows, it's something that St. Martin um, is already um, drafting legislation for. So we make uh, Bitcoin Cash as legal tender, which basically gives it the status of the U.S. dollar or the euro or whatever within the country. But not that it's, it would be mandatory, um, that it would be an optional um recognized currency in the island which helps with your banking that helps it with exchanging and it helps also with taxes because then it becomes clear that your your bitcoin cash is not subject to capital gains tax um so it has a lot of advantages by creating such which is very um basic legislation uh you know legally speaking but politically speaking you know you have to take a lot of steps because there's a lot of unknowns here but I think St. Kitts and um, St. Martin are going to be leading the charge on um, making this cryptocurrency an actual legal tender currency. So now it will be in traditional form as well as digital rec recognition. Um, and I think we're leaders in that. So it's going to be a pleasure for both of us to be talking about that. That's great to hear. And with regards to St. Martin, um, how is the, the, the status of legal tender um, going on there i haven't heard anything for for several months i know you've been a very busy man yes yes well um a lot of it um is, is like what i mentioned earlier you know you want to make sure you you can do it legally sound and you can have political support so in bringing such legislation before you even bring it to the floor you you first of all meet with different stakeholders to get everyone to understand so the banking sector the hospitality sector that's big so we're having these type of different meetings and kind of a, a bit of a educational tour, but also 
one for us to learn as well. Okay, what are the concerns that people might have about legal tender? So um, that takes a lot of time. That takes a lot of discussions. Um, then at that point, the legislation would be drafted by my faction. We would then present it to the Council of Advice, who advises, and then the central bank will likely have to um, advise on it as well. So it's a cumbersome legislative procedure, unfortunately, but um, it's one that has an end in sight. Great. Uh, it's really, uh, really exciting stuff. And I, it's really crazy that these uh, these relatively, you know, tiny Caribbean islands, you know, when you think about the population, that they're leading the way on this technology, I think. Um, yeah. But for me, it's also a very clear reason why, because there is a need, you know, as I understand in the Caribbean, the banking system is very slow, that they are shortchanging you. It's expensive just to transfer money from one account to the other in the Caribbean can take days and, and come with, uh, very often with a fee. So uh, we can see here that a quick, efficient um, payment system such as Bitcoin mm -hmm. Cash has a lot of benefits um, for for your islands. Um, yeah. And yeah, and it's wonderful to see. I'm, I'm really so looking forward to I'm, I'll be flying into St. Martin um, and I'll, we will be definitely uh, checking out uh, some, some sites there um, uh, after uh, um, St. Kitts. And... Yeah, I really, I really recommend, you know, if anyone uh, traveling, uh, it, it might happen that you can do a same day connection. But if you can take a night in St. Martin and see what's happening on our end, I must say what, what I what I find interesting is like St. Kitts is very big on the onboarding side of things. And in St. Martin, what I see, it's it's um, there's a lot of interest in the bigger and the macro economy, uh, economic use of it. So um, how can it help with remittances? How can it be a new form of payment? You know, people want it um, as simply, as easily as possible, just as a form of exchange between one another. Not even so much as the emphasis, let's say, on St. Kitts, where merchants are coming on board much quicker. I think um, both situations exist on both islands, just one more than the next. And I think it's because we have a very multinational um, population here that needs to send money abroad. But again, if the banking sector, you know, uh, I've said it before, how how people have to stand up in line for three or four hours in the hot sun just to be able to send 100 bucks, you know, to their grandparents back home in their island. Uh, if we don't do something and embrace technology like this, the Caribbean is going to continue to get completely shut out of the financial markets. The, the large markets don't care. Uh, we're 40 million people in total, but they don't care about us. So we have to... Uh, embrace technology that helps us because the world is not necessarily going to help us. That's like an interesting uh, number that I haven't actually thought about that. For 40 million people in the Caribbean. That's right. You know, as a region, we are formidable. We are significant. Um, but sometimes this little piece of water between the islands divided us much more than it should have. And maybe Bitcoin Cash is something that's going to unite the Caribbean in that sense, you know, with one sort of accepted... Uh, and promoted and embraced virtual currency, maybe now we finally have something in common. That that would be a nice dream for Bitcoin Cash to realize. MP, I have to say something when you, when you said about merchant adoption. We are keeping up the pace. You still have more merchants than Senkits. So every time you onboard Senkits, we do onboard St. Martin too. And till oh, today, I'm coping so... up with the race. St. Martin, in today's date, has more businesses, restaurants, taxis, supermarkets, excepting BCH. Then send kids. Mm -hmm. 
So, oh, so it, it feels. Uh, I have to look at the map again, man. Because I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. So don't forget, we we have not forgotten the Caribbean islands of Saint Martin and others. We we are keeping <laughs> up the pace, and you are still ahead in in terms of more merchants. But I think, uh, uh, yes. So it is. I just checked. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! Okay. You yeah. Know, so you I have you have merchants. Just to recap, we have to might just have to go give the polish. You know, there's one thing, and I don't know on the technology side how how what type of metrics can be used to someday maybe even estimate how much of this is just being used as remittance. So how much is it is like really people making use of it as a, um, a point of sale, but how much of it is just, you know, I need to send money to Elliot. He's all the way in Australia. I'm all the way in the Caribbean. How am I going to send him that money uh, without paying a $50 fee and 6% exchange at Western Union? You know, um, Actually, that's a lot a, has started. It, it'd be interesting to see how much of it is that as well, you know, Sonny, outside of just the, the, the purchasing. It's decentralized. If one thing is so we, we cannot ask, but for, I'll give an example. Ryan is here on, online and Ryan Giffen has a company that sells equipments. So restaurants in St. Kitts actually and St. Martin too are using the mm -hmm. BCH to buy equipment from him from Florida and pay him in BCH. Yeah. So that, that's a cycle that starts. I actually pay most of my things now only in BCH because for me, <laughs> the ATMs are right at the store, just go by the BCH and transfer it anywhere else. Easy, easy, e easiest thing for me. Yeah. And then the and new MP ATMs Bryson, I wanted, Yeah. MP Bryson, I wanted to mention that uh, although it's difficult, right, to know the answer to those questions, whether, uh, you know, what's coming from remittances and how much is being done in purchases or savings or and so forth. Like, it's actually very hard to answer those questions. Yeah. But that's also a very good thing um, for anyone who understands uh, how much surveillance is going on right now, uh, how much, you know, you're being observed and recorded and documented and put in a database right, right. And, and tagged. So the fact that it is difficult to know is also Quite a Indeed, thing, yeah. In my opinion, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, don't don't get me wrong. I'm definitely not advocating for that to change, but <laughs> oh, it's yeah, just yeah, like no, no, it's no. kind of like um, you know, uh, as an astronomer, astronomer might look very far into the stars and think, hey, um, I know we can't make it there, but I wonder what it would be like, you know, because yes, yes. I would wonder, if I, I, I would like, I would like it to be that it comes to the point where all of us in the Caribbean, especially. Uh, recognize that we would never ever use a bank again to send money to anyone else because there's every disadvantage. You, you mentioned the privacy. Then you have the costs, always more expensive. Uh, the time, you know, the, the, that it takes. Sometimes wire transfers between one island to the next takes four to five business days, sometimes more, you know. And imagine if all of us were collectively one day no longer making use of, of wire transfers. Um, it would it would actually hurt one industry, which is the remittance industry, but I think they'll be okay. <laughs> um, but it would create a whole new ecosystem of finance in the entire Caribbean. Yeah. Yes. That's and what's the worst case, right? What the absolute worst case is that they have to compete to <laughs> do better. That's a great outcome. Even if that's yes. all that happens is that they have to compete. That's amazing. They have to do yeah. better and serve their, their customers better. That will be an excellent outcome by itself.
you know, I guess I guess it's like the elevator man. You know, there's a reason why none of us walk into an elevator and ever have to say, hi, sir, 14th floor, please. You know, because technology evolved to the point where that was so redundant. Um, now you just hit the button and you go to the 14th floor. Um, is it, we still is have it an them argument? here, though. Oh, really? That must be cosmetic. <laughs> <laughs> he must have a very good union, you know, that represented him and did his job. Um, no, but I'm, I'm just saying, you know, if very long term, you know, 50 years from now, if, why would it ever make sense for anyone to use those type of traditional services anymore? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah you you're, know, and, you're and, totally right. And as governments, as, and that's where, you know, we as bringing it to my role is that as politicians, whether you're parliamentarian or minister, you have to think not just about the now for your country. You have to think, okay, where are we going to be in 20 years when I'm out of politics or I'm retired? Uh, what are children going to say that I, I helped them secure today? You know, that, hey, thanks to MP Bryson, today we have this. Not just thinking about the past or what we need now, but thinking forward. That's challenging for us because we get criticized. Oh, you're irresponsible. You know, cryptocurrency is used for this or it's bad and it's volatile. So you have no idea the amount of criticism myself or any other politicians that are crypto advocates, what we get all the time. It's, it's intense, but uh -oh. it's our responsibility. Yes, and um, we're really thankful of that as well, and uh, and I'm glad you have thicker skin than probably most of us here. And it's really important because you uh, to be putting a country to make such a um, forward-thinking decision. Of course, you're going to be on the outside because if it's not forward-thinking, if, if everyone else is already having this idea, then it's not that forward-thinking, right? Um, and I, what I think was with the early internet. If you look at many of the early pioneers of internet and how important this would be. There was also a lot of skepticism, a lot of confusion about what the internet could actually offer. Something that now when we think about it, it's so obvious how important the internet yeah. would be. Um, but it wasn't back then. And and the same was with computers as well. Um, and with every, every, every wonderful piece of technology that we take for granted today, um, when people were being visionaries about how important this would be, they were laughed at, they were ridiculed, and it really doesn't matter what what it was, what, uh, what piece of technology. And and crypto yeah. is the same. And I'm I'm totally agreeing with you, Rolanda. I, I will be in in twenty years. There, for me, I can see two clear uh, alternatives. Either they will be living very much in a sort of um, uh, most countries will be authoritative regimes, and I really think it, it will yeah. be that. It will be that, or or, and I think this one is hopefully the more likely one, or people won't even, the banking system, people won't even really get what that is anymore. There'll be small little businesses that are offering advice about where it's to invest like their a, money. Like a cassette tape. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's going to be like a cassette tape. And people are like, the banking system, what is that? Um, because it just won't exist in 20 years, what we, how we know it today. And when you think about what you mentioned about all the money that's involved, it's huge. There's huge sums of money that's involved across the whole world. To, to send money from one bank to another on the other side of the planet, it can go through six clearinghouses. Yes. So it doesn't, it doesn't just take a long time because they're holding on to it. And it, it takes a long time because it's inefficient. And so by using this new technology, we're, we're, yeah, we're going to damage a, an industry. Um, but that money flows into the into your pocket, into my pocket, into every pocket yeah. who uh, who earns money, who who wants to save money, who wants to spend money, basically every living human being on the planet. And so yeah. that that's that's the resources that are being saved that can be better invested into other things. So, uh, you know, your example of why... the elevator man is the great, great example. Yeah. 
this is why I, I, this is like my kind of, whenever I go on any sort of crypto talk or panel or anything, I always give my little pitch to everyone listening, you know, which is to support politicians, support politicians that have within their manifesto, within their goals, within their party, within something in them says, I will support cryptocurrency. That needs to be clear. There are, if there are a billion people that are using or have made use of crypto at some point in their life, and they all decide, you know what, at the very least, whether it's left or right, Republican or Democrat, whatever your political philosophy is, whatever your ultimate choice will be, it will not deviate from the principle of electing people that will not have the fear to challenge this, this regime of banking and bring cryptocurrency to the forefront. Because if we don't do that, that will also stop our change. I see the challenges on a political level that 99.9% .9 of the world will hopefully never have to see. But it's nasty. It's, they will stop at nothing to stop change. And if we're serious about cryptocurrency really being what it has to be and Bitcoin Cash leading that charge, you also have to have some influence in the political side. So sorry for the speech, but I always have to give that opportunity to everyone because I really hope you guys um, think about this the next time you vote. Yes, thank you uh, so much, Rolando. We all, I'm sure, enjoyed that. I know I did. Um, I see the time is racing on. We've been now open for an hour and a half, and this is something that I really want to make sure that the Bitcoin Cash Hangout is manageable to listen to as a podcast. And so I want to bring it to an end soon. What I see is, is yeah. that, Noreen, you've been requesting, made a request to speak for quite a while. Um, so I'm going to grab you onto the speaker. I'd ask if you could keep it um, uh, succinct as possible. That'd be wonderful. Um, just adding, you know, yes, can you, can you speak? Hi, everyone. Uh, hey, anyway. Yeah, I hope I'm audible. Yep, we can hear you loud and clear. Go yeah, for it, man. Question for a while, pretty much, but I've been driving, so I was like, yeah, until you finally accept. Uh, so, uh, it's been nice hearing from all of you guys, uh, Roger, uh, Emma, Jen, Sonny, yeah, uh, everyone. So it's been great, like all the new tools and services coming out. And then, yeah, the BCH conference, so you guys are doing a great job. Like the panel is great. Still, fingers crossed. I'm still hoping, even if it's in the last week, if something comes up, definitely, maybe I might show up there. Still, fingers crossed. So, um, but it's just amazing. We, we, we promise you, we promise you on the panel, if you come last minute, also, yeah, condition myself, give your personal commitment. Yeah, finger, we will put you on the panel if you make it. Fingers okay? crossed, yeah. I'm very sure. If things work yeah. out, even if it's in the last minute, I think um, I might still show up. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I just want to share, I just wanted to share a few of things that have been happening lately, like, uh, around here. So, uh, recently, we are working on the tool and services. I just, I was like, okay, this is how you guys have been battling with you know, the hate and then the hate is real out there, seriously, for Bitcoin Cash because we are building a platform. Uh, and right now, we are in talk with few investors, actually. So the platform is all about Bitcoin Cash. Like, and one of our, let's say, like, let me say motto is your, your everyday on Bitcoin Cash. So I was speaking with an investor. So the guy is, is a very popular name in the crypto space and he has a, a, a crypto venture capitalist. Like, we are speaking with him. He was quite interested in the product. But he said his only problem is that our product is using Bitcoin Cash, and which he doesn't like it. 
on one condition. If I'm going to remove Bitcoin Cash and then bring in other other cryptocurrencies as uh, to use in a product, he's going to invest. And I was like, that's his only reason. He said, if I will remove Bitcoin Cash from the equation, definitely he's going to give me the money. He's going to invest in a company. Us. I kept like I, I've never thought the head was that so real. Because definitely he showed me that he knows the, our product is working. He knows the service is working. And then his only problem is, is just Bitcoin Cash. I told him, why? Can you tell me your reasons? Seriously, he has no reasons. I was like, okay, I think uh, it's no, we are not going to have this deal with you. I think I'll just let it go. Because he cannot give me reason why I should not use Bitcoin Cash. And then he knows that this is this works. And then the idea is also good. I was like, okay, no problem. Uh, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. So like tomorrow, I'll also be part of... Uh, uh, a speaker's list and exhibition because tomorrow we're on 25th we'll be having the Nigerian biggest uh, blockchain conference so it's going to be very great the president will also be there so I also get the chance to exhibit and then also showcase some of our products and services that we're working on uh, so I get the chance to also speak so this is like I think great for us because most of the Nigerian and then the crypto stakeholders also be there big CEOs people from Binance people from Coinbase will also be coming to Nigeria. A lot of CEOs will be coming. So I think it's just an amazing uh, to share with you guys. Uh, so I'll get also be part of them, like uh, speaking and also showcasing our products and services as well. So it's just great. Like, Great. Thanks for the update, Yorain. And uh, I think this is an important thing. There is quite a lot of uh, random hate against Bitcoin Cash. Um, it's not really based on any sort of foundation. It's just because they've heard some negative stuff about it, which normally leaks out of R uh, forward slash Bitcoin um, or, or from, from Blockstream. Um, but for anyone uh, that, that's listening and is sort of on the fence, Bitcoin Cash is a tool, it's a technology. It's not politics, it works. Uh, just just give it a go. Just download the Bitcoin.com wallet or the PayTackle wallet or whatever wallet you choose and just, just give it a go. Just give it a go transacting with it. It's instant. Um, it's pretty much free. Um, it's well under a cent of the current prices to send any, uh, any money, well under a tenth of a cent. Um, and um, yeah, so for this hate against Bitcoin Cash, it to me is something that just makes no sense at all. Um, it's very much based on emotions and and, and an attack uh, that has been largely successful against it as a functioning technology. Um, I thank all of the guests for joining today. Um, I'm absolutely pumped for the conference. I'm looking forward to the legal tender speech from uh, Rolando and from the Prime Minister of St. Kitts. Um, in November, and I'm very excited to meet you all, um, John, Chris. Um, I'm really, you know, the development panel is something that interests me greatly. Bitcoin Cash is a, a tool that only exists because of builders, because of developers, um, and anything that's built onto that is only going to supercharge what is already amazing network um, to reduce that friction, which I believe is the critical point of getting the next billion users onto Bitcoin Cash and transacting with it on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, so I'm very, very, very excited by that. And of course, the onboarding guys, Sunny, uh, Jason, um, Ryan's now gone. I'm really, uh, really excited by your panel. Without getting merchants accepting Bitcoin Cash, we wouldn't have anywhere to spend it. Um, so it's all part, it's every single aspect of your work is is important it's integral 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 <laughs> uh, uh, yeah maybe um too long in germany 
um, to the success of Bitcoin Cash, you know, and we're all working together. And with this wonderful network that we have, um, we will succeed. And I really think the conference is an important part, a critical part of strengthening that network and making sure that we're all working at it's decentralized and it's permissionless and anyone can just do what they want to do. That all makes a lot of sense. But of course, the more united we are in our really simple goal of being the currency, the world currency, um, the, the ultimate money that the world has ever seen, um, then I believe that the chances of success and beating and uh, winning against CBDCs it goes up astronomically. So I'm really excited by that. Um, but the time is now coming to end the Bitcoin Cash Hangout. And uh, I want to remind everyone that you can watch uh, or rather listen to the Bitcoin Cash uh, Hangout offline. Check out rss.com forward slash podcasts forward slash fiendish crypto. Um, if you enjoyed the show and want to show your appreciation, I've put a donation link uh, on my Twitter at Fiendish Crypto. Please don't forget to follow all our guests if you want to stay up to date with the latest Bitcoin Cash news and book your tickets today. I want to remind everyone, Sunny has said the price of the Bitcoin Cash conference tickets go up in 48 hours to 500 euros for the standard ticket or 2000 euros for the premium deluxe us um, us <laughs> us yes Actually, us dollars a hey, quick question sorry do we have one more space before the conference um they that wasn't the plan but we can discuss that if uh, there's a, there's a lot of preparation work that needs to be done um because but we what, can... what is it is it this is this something we are doing every two weeks right um normally yes okay so then the next uh, will be on the 6th of november i think which will be a, a good one to just pre-discuss everybody can come on board again and that will be a really the the what do you call the the bell the bell one the bell man for the conference man okay then let's let's pick, pick that in okay so the next bitcoin cash conference will be on the 6th of <laughs> november <laughs> Yeah, the conference no, will be on the sixth. No, wait, wait, wait. no, no. The, I'm the, sorry, the big... I have the wrong dates here. No, it's actually when? What's the day? It's the fourth, right? It's the, Sunday the sixth. Would be in two weeks today. Yeah, right. No, my calendar moved. Right, Sunday the sixth. Perfect. Okay, fantastic. So if everyone wants to get the last bit of info before the Bitcoin Cash conference, then join us on the sixth of November. And uh, but please, if you if you haven't bought your tickets, just do it now. Join us. It's going to be fantastic. And if you haven't had enough teasers yet, just look at the lineup again. The prime minister of St. Kitts and Navis is joining us to talk about legal tender. Exciting. Anyway, I am Fiendish Crypto. This was the Bitcoin Cash Hangout. I wish you all a very good morning, good day and good night. Ciao. Take care. Thank you, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you.